Hello, everyone. Betty and the Yeti here. We are on episode, I have to count, seven? Seven. I have to count every time. I'm going to take my shoes off next time. <laughs> to count. Um, and so this week, we are going okay. to get back to topic base because this is the second time we've tried to film this one. Do you want to start again? Yeah, I have to. <laughs> apologize for this one because I got super sidebarred uh, when we tried to film this before from some craziness that is <laughs> that we get into a little bit. No, no. Um, so this week we are going to talk about gaming and not only gaming but um, like esports and schools and gaming as far as gaming that we do as you know people <laughs> like, I, was trying, I was trying to think of like gaming as people yeah. <laughs> and so i thought this would be good introduction into that because excuse me we have so many customers that are using you know our product but other things and they're so involved in esports and i've be, kind of become very interested in this and i'm sure you have as well always have been that's yeah. the only reason i'm in it is because of gaming <laughs> Well, good. Um, this is something that is a new uh, arena for education as far as esports. So I'm interested in to like your opinion, what I've, because I'm learning. I, this is new for me to kind of yeah. learn from people that I am friends with and what they're doing as far as sports in their uh, school districts and communities. So uh, do we want to do the sponsor now or at the end? Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And both sponsors go at the beginning. So our sponsor is Sensil.cloud. It is a remote management and monitoring uh, cloud-based software program that you can use to use safeguard classroom management, network management, and safeguard your solutions either on-site or off-site. You do not need an on-site application for this, and um, we hope that you look into it because they sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Hello. So, ga so, gaming. So, when did you come into gaming? Like Eight. early... Early, age, early. About the age of three, maybe four, on an Amiga 800. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name of the games that I used to play. One of the games that sticks out to me is Indiana Jones. Yes. On the Amiga. I think it was the Amiga 800 I played on. I can't remember if it was Amiga 800 or Amiga 1200, but I remember watching my sister playing on it because she was a massive gaming nut as well. And it was, an, it was like a mystery adventure game it was based off one of the films the one with his dad mm. which films that i think that was the third one yeah it was based off that one mm -hmm. they had to because it was the nazis they had to go yeah the, nazis were the girl and he had the diary that his dad made that was a young indiana jones that was the one that started off with uh river phoenix that i don't know if you remember Oh, it was one of my favorite scenes in the Indiana The Jones. Last Crusade. Yes, um, the young Indy, and he like ran on the train and fell into like the zoo trains and the guys, yeah. and then he went to his dad, and his dad was like, give it back, yeah. 
Initial release date, 1989 that game was. I think I must have been free because I'd be 1990 because I would have been free then. So I would have been free for when I actually played that game. I mean, I never understood it at that age, but I got the gist of it because of watching my sister. <laughs> so there was loads of other games I used to play on the Amiga as well. But the, uh, a lot of my... I, was at, I actually think because of gaming that at that age it actually helped me to learn to read oh really yeah i think a lot of it i didn't actually read a lot of books uh i've never i've never really read books but i always had a massive interest in computers and it was all because of games all my all my interest in computers and technology has always been because of games mm -hmm. the whole thing i mean yeah i've got I just love gaming. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we've talked in past episodes. I came into this with a Commodore 64 and programming games. So my kind of foray into computers was based off of that. And then the amazing thing that happened during when my, uh, this would have been late elementary, almost junior high, maybe fourth or fifth grade, that the original Nintendo came out like that's how old I am <laughs> that I re very clearly remember that the year for Christmas that the original Nintendo came out that was all I wanted I was just like <laughs> the I, don't, I don't care nothing else you can whatever like this is all I wanted um and um yeah I was that your first game console than the NES? No, I had an uh, Atari. I had the Commodore 64. I was kind of. Was it actually yours then? Yeah, it was. This was like that was the first gaming gaming though. Yeah. You know, with the controllers and it yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. a PC. To the point where it came out before Christmas. Um. <laughs> Sorry, mom. This is a story you don't know. <laughs> she bought it for me. We did not have a lot of money growing up, so they had saved up to buy me this because this was something I had asked for repeatedly. I didn't care. I did yard work, whatever, trying to save up money for it. And they hid it in our rec room. We had like this couch that we all shared, but underneath was a storage area. And they hid it. And one day I was cleaning because it was part of my chores. And it was an afternoon because I spent all afternoons after school by myself in the house and I saw it well uh, before Christmas and it, <laughs> I was like okay I have two options here I can act like I don't see it or because <laughs> I have like three hours to myself I can pull it out set it up play Super Mario Brothers Knowing my parents are getting home, put it back in the box. Oh my god! Did you get? Would you have got caught? If you got, did you get caught? No, she never would, did. She still doesn't know to this day that oh my god, you would have I um defeated Super Mario Brothers well before <laughs> it was given to me at Christmas. Because every afternoon I would come home and carefully. Pull it out. Take so the plastic off. What did you do? What did you do at Christmas then? 
I was like, gotcha. holy moly, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh. And then they plugged it in and I was like, then even my dad was like, well, she's really good at it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I <laughs> did. I had it for like two months. <laughs> Defeated it well before. Um, but I was very careful to like put it right back into the box and slide it back underneath and um, but yeah, that was my <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, and then from there, every single Nintendo game that I could get my hands on from borrowing from friends. Uh, Blockbuster was still a thing then, where you could rent games, and you had five oh, days I to like miss those games. days of going to Blockbuster. Oh. Okay. There was actually another place. There was another place near where I lived, and my mate used to come stay over on on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we would do is go down to a place. It was basically another version of Blockbuster, but it was walking distance from where I. But it, I say walking distance. It wasn't walking distance, but we walked anyway. And it was a place called Choices. God, that's going back some years. That is. <laughs> that place shut down yonks ago. But um, going into Choices and going in and picking a game and a DVD. <laughs> Usually a stupidly scary DVD, and um, <laughs> and that, that was, they were the best. Just going down to a game, going down to choices, renting a game for the weekend to play all weekend. Man, I miss them days. <laughs> yeah, it was Friday nights going to Blockbuster. Me and my buddy yeah. would have money from our parents, and we had enough to like rent a video game and a movie and exactly you, exactly. you would go you would go along the wall for all the new releases and all the video games and you would get like the plastic vcr but this was back in the day when vc vhs was still a thing too that then transferred to dvds yeah and then you got like the games that you could play and rent so i remember like friday nights it was going to be movie and video games and pizza <laughs> we'd always save money so that on the way back we could stop at this pizza stop and like get slices of pizza on our way home to go play our video game and then watch whatever ridiculous movie usually monty python <laughs> or some like ridiculous movie um i miss those like i even the well into high school you know, date yeah. night, part of your date night was going to the movie store to walk around the new releases to see the new releases and, you know, rent one and then take it back because you were excited about, oh my God, like, <laughs> you know. We used to go, we used to, go to because Choices was walking distance, we used to go there, but on special, special treat days, we'd go to Blockbuster. The only, the only reason we couldn't go to Blockbuster because it wasn't definitely walking distance, <laughs> but it wasn't a safe walking distance. Yeah. But if we went, Blockbusters was three times the size of this Choices place. So when you go there, it was like, that was a, that was a treat to go there. <laughs> See, Choices for here, it sounds like we had a place called Hastings. Yeah. Which is a small town version where it had video, yeah. music, games, and books all in one store. So you could kind of go around and it was like, you know, you can mill about for a while and yeah. kind of look at everything. You could look at the music. They had like 
the section in the back with all the black lights and posters uh -huh. and you know different paraphernalia and then the music and the books and everything so I miss that I miss that kind of looking forward to I don't know kind of shopping around yeah, like. kids of today just don't know what, <laughs> what it, so they just don't know what they're missing when it comes to going out to now it's all just turn instant, the computer on, just instant. download yeah <laughs> I'll just, the not, world, how the world has changed. I'm just reading, I'm not just, waiting. I just read when choices shut down. It shut down in 2007. Mm -hmm. I think that's the same for, because I worked at Hastings in college, so I know it wasn't shut down before that. I was 19. But yeah, that kind of, yeah. the atmosphere is gaming as far as kids. When we were growing up, it was, um, you know, you had a console, your friends had a better console, you would go to their house and play yeah. their games. And, <laughs> you know, it was always like that one friend that had the, when the PlayStation came out, or I was the one that had the Sega Genesis. The Sega Genesis, when it came out, it had like two, it had Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> was Gen I, had the, I had the Sega, my, my first console was the Sega... Oh, what was it? Sega, Sega Mega Drive. I, I don't even know yeah. what that is. Like, all Sega. I know is a Sega Genesis. <laughs> it might be the same thing. Is I'm, it? With the big black, and, and you had to put the thing in the top. It's, I think it was the upgraded version of that one. Okay. I think. The only games I remember playing on it were Mortal Kombat and the Lion King game and Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah, so yeah, I've just yeah. So the Sega Genesis is the Sega Mega Drive. Okay, okay. So Sega. They, Genesis. This is this is this conversation where we were having. I kid you not about things changing their names. For a <laughs> no. I'm not even joking. The Sega Genesis, known as the Mega Drive outside of North America. <laughs> Why? Mega Drive sounds so much better than Genesis. I don't know. I, I Sega Genesis. I'm like Sega. Like I remember when it so when it came on and it was. You remember when it did the like do 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 Sega. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Sega. No no no. Like I remember that so much as a kid. Um, and the, the best one is the PlayStation One's startup sound. Mm -hmm. That one gives you chills up your spine. Um, that the one in GameCube. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a GameCube where it was like, and it had that thing that came around, like for whatever reason that resonated with me, where it had that thing that came around. Um, I remember having a huge sleepover party because of Super Mario Brothers 3. Is that the one? At uh, the beginning where the curtains come down and you can be yeah. any character. Yeah, okay. So, think, and, yeah, I think it is, yeah. And you had to like pull the radishes up from. Yeah, I yeah think okay. That's three, so yeah. that's great. I remember very clearly having a birthday party based around the fact that that had just come out. My dad got it for me and we had like 16 little girls that came over and we were all trying to play this at once. And there was pizza and we were all Princess Peach, like jumping on the things and pulling the mushrooms up. We spent all night trying to beat this game all in one thing. Like that's to me, that's gaming. Like, that's what it was. Uh, Qbert and Miss Pac-Man um, going to arcades. Like, 
did y'all go to arcades? Uh, we only we we don't. There's no arcades where I was brought. Arcades tend to over here. They tend to only exist really on seasides. Okay. Yeah, so they only exist on the seaside around the UK. You do see little places with arcades, but it wasn't like somewhere that you'd go to religiously. I know it's like a big thing over there, isn't it? Where you where it used to be a big thing. I don't know whether it still is. No, it was a huge. Every mall had an arcade, even small town. And that was like my jam. <laughs> Me and my cousin that grew up together, having quarters and going to the arcade and pay, playing Street Fighter in 1947 and Mrs. Pac-Man and all the Terminator and all the different ones that had come out at the time. That was hours and hours and hours spent in an arcade just feeding quarters into machines and not even this was pre-tickets this was not a dave and busters i don't know if that's a thing over there where you put you get tickets and you can buy prizes this oh, yeah, was yeah. this was just a dark room in a mall <laughs> <laughs> that you pumped quarters in like you didn't get anything out of it unless you got a high score like there was no ticket to get a stuffed animal it was <laughs> Um, I remember it so much to the point my parents were part of a bowling league and every Wednesday they would go bowling and my mom would hand me a, a sack of quarters and I would go to the arcade in the bowling alley yeah. play video games the whole time they were there and that's kind of how I got introduced to like Centipede and Mrs. Pac-Man and Galaga. Oh, I will kick your ass at Galaga. <laughs> like these just hours and hours and hours of Galaga to the point where we were um, cleaning out a garage decades later and she found her bag, her bowling ball bag and she pulled it out and opened it up and right on top was a Ziploc bag full of quarters <laughs> 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 from when she was like, here's your quarters, you know, go play. But Galaga is kind of the one that I take away. Galaga and Mrs. Pac-Man um, were the ones that I kind of take away from that. Even to this day, if we go to, well, not now, but before this, if we went to a movie theater that had a uh, arcade in it, I'm going to stand in there and try to get high score of Galaga or Mrs. Pac-Man. <laughs> like, I got, I got no qualms being... Yeah, I'll meet y'all in there. <laughs> Give me a sec. Um, so that was my like growing up childhood as far as gaming was. Yeah, you had stuff at home, but man, going to the arcade was an experience. All your friends were there. It was packed. It was neon no, lights. We never, we've never had that. Well, really. Yeah, never had that sort of experience over here. The arcades just thing is with our arcades, there are a few exceptions, but very few exceptions to this rule is that most of our arcades, the majority of them, are filled with gambling machines. No. That's what our arcades consist of, is most of them are gambling machines, or they're the ones where you put one P, two P coins or cents over there for you guys, and then it'll drop down and then more money will fall out as Right, you do go to arcades. And there are yeah, there are exceptions where you go into them. And they have like this handful of games that like you just mentioned in there. Mm -hmm. But 
the experience is never the same, mainly because it's all taken up by all these gambling machines. The majority of the people that go into these places with the gambling machines, they're all idiots. And they're not really good <laughs> kids. The, so, no, the, the ones in the 80s and 90s were like um, very, you know, in Stranger Things, they had like the crazy, I was like, yeah. that's an arcade, like for sure. It is uh, an entire room that is just video game machines that you come in, you put your money in the thing, you get tokens, and then you sit there and play. That, and that bar pizza. that you talked to, that bar in, in what was it called? Um, is it called Valk? It, Valkyrie? Or Valkyrie. the Gee yeah. Gaming Place? Yeah, it was Valkyrie, it was called, uh -huh. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, I'd love, I'd love to open a place up like that. Love to open a place up like that over here. Because that place would be the bomb. <laughs> 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 it would be the bomb over here. <laughs> That's definitely something that harkens back my where my sister lives. There is a millennial gaming room. They have bought a bar that they have put wall-to-wall -wall, uh, pinball machines in and like old-school cabinet machines that they have bought like Galaga and Ms. Pac-Man. And you can go and you pay a cover price to get in, then you can drink and you can play these games. And it is nirvana for me. Every time I go down there, I'm like, we gotta go to there. Yeah. Like it, it just, I think it's just cause my childhood, like that's Saturdays. I knew that's where we were going to go is my aunt was going to drop me and my cousin off with a bag full of quarters at the thing. And she was going to go whatever she did for three hours. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, bye. <laughs> we went into the arcade in this like dark black lit neon striped room in the mall that just was nothing but cabinet games and uh, air hockey, uh, pin, you know, pinball, just on and on that you would just spend money in and like it was great i i missed that i thought it was amazing you know uh, pizza places i miss pizza places that you would go as a kid buy pizza and the tables were like video games that sort of thing yeah so that's that over here is. <laughs> well one of the things i really covet as an adult that i hope to buy at some point is um it, for me it I call it the Mazio's table. In every single Mazio's pizza that you went into, this was, you know, really shitty. These pizza. are flat tables. Yeah, they're like flat. Uh, we, uh, they had the plexiglass on them, and either yeah. end it was a uh, you could play. Yeah, and it had, we, had, we had them in old dingy pubs everywhere yeah. in the country. Yeah, and they had like Galaga, oh, Miss Pac-Man on them. Yeah, uh, and you could eat pizza them, yeah. and. My favorite was the Miss Galaga Pac-Man. We had old man dingy pubs. I'm talking old man dingy pubs. <laughs> These Thought were just, alive and um, we had places that they would cater to families. Uh, Mr. Gaddy's, Mazio's, that type of thing, where you would go and they'd have a game room um, where the kids could go play. The parents would sit and watch sports in the main room and eat pizza and whatever. It's like buffet. And the kids would go in the game room and like play video games and stuff and you would eat pizza but they'd all have these tables that you could like eat and play on at the same time, you know? <laughs> it's like, so I really want one of those like flat kind of tabletop games where you're supposed to put your pizza up on and eat your pizza and like play your 
with the old school like red knobbed and the two buttons and <laughs> yeah I've just, I've just asked i've just asked in our discord group i've just asked um what's everyone's first game they ever played uh steve's just come up <laughs> showing his age a bit the sinclair sinclair zx spectrum space raiders <laughs> i mean everybody wow. it, yeah it's gonna have like that old school like mine was commodore 64 uh sam and ed or oh god there's so many pc games my husband used to play a ton of those pc games um like like, it's, it's a good way of actually finding out people's ages because the next one down <laughs> is adam adam says this he's i can't can't remember the first game I ever played, but the first online game was Halo 2 on the original Oh my Xbox. god, no. Halo 2, it's not even Halo, Halo 1. Not even Halo 2. <laughs> Man, he's young. Yeah. <laughs> the things he's missed out on. I'm just thinking all the things he's missed out on. Um, like, a... what was a Bond one? That was so popular that we Golden used to Eye on the N64. Oh my god. Oh my god. So many hours spent playing Goldeneye. Like I, I can't even tell you. I used to go I used to go around my friend's house. Mm-hmm. The same. My buddy down the I street bought a had control, it. My dad bought me a control pad from the car boot sales or the markets of what I don't know what you guys call them over there, flea market or something like that. Mm-hmm. He bought me a N64 control pad. Didn't have an N64. It was only so I could go around his house. And play on Golden <laughs> That was the yep. only reason. So that was yeah, it was a good game that one. Although you play it now, if you play it now, it's so I don't understand oh how you can play it. There's so many of these old games, you sit there playing it now, and you're like, How on earth did I not lose my rag with this game? How I mean, on earth? Halo two was the one that you could play online, correct? With other people, so oh yeah, yeah. So because Halo mm, One, you you couldn't. So that's how young he is, but how old I am that I was pregnant with Marley (laughs) playing Halo Two online and muting my headset because the eight-year-olds were just like whatever, and then I would do whatever and like kill them and be like. And unmute me like you just got killed by a pregnant woman that can't sleep <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning. And, and then my husband would be in the other part of the house playing um, World of Warcraft, like old school. Well, that is that is Adam's yeah. next game on his list as World of Warcraft. <laughs> like the old school one. I I can't. Yeah. First generation of that. I remember having a PC set up in the back room just for. World of Warcraft, yeah. um, like waiting for that the the loading screen with like the gate that you had to wait to go into. <laughs> like I, and loading the worlds and raiding missions and Leroy Jenkins like that was. You believe, do, you, do you know that's fake? Leroy Jenkins. The Leroy Jenkins thing that's fake. No. I only found out recently. It, no. it's actually only, it, was only, it was only actually found out recently. The whole thing was fake. But it him going to eat fake. fried chicken and coming back and saying Leroy Jenkins? No. It was, it's a really funny video, but I only oh. recently found out that, that was not true. He, he himself confirmed that it was all staged. The whole thing was staged. I, I say that all the time. Was, everyone says, oh, that was staged, that was staged. But then no one actually... Then a lot of people are like, oh, maybe it is real. No one's really come out and said it's fake, but actually now, yeah. 
Several that. years down the line, they have confirmed information, which I was really disappointed about. I was like, so why did you have to tell us? Tell I could have gone the whole, knowing that there was this group of super nerds standing out in yeah. front of a cave doing st statistics, and this one guy was like, Leroy or Jenkins, <laughs> just take off. Because <laughs> he was eating fried chicken in the other room. Like that was, I guess, <laughs> like viral video. I still Leroy Jenkins is like a thing. It's pervasive in our culture. I still say it. What I'm, I'm still playing. I still say it. Now, I mean, I still say it when I'm going to do something stupid. <laughs> it's just like the <laughs> Jenkins, and he takes off. Like that was. I we'll link a video that. in the description if you don't know. What oh my about. god! I'm pretty sure. Like if you're touch, this is. 15 you, years ago you, everyone that's listening to this well <laughs> we expect anyway unless we've got some interest I, I know my sister listened to the listens to this she's probably not going to know what i'm talking about so she's going oh to want to link i i hope that they youtube leroy jenkins and see the original video that was shared and <laughs> 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 just taken off and just the, his whole team getting massacred it was the best <laughs> Um, that was, I remember very clearly like sharing that, like, did you see this guy? <laughs> like, holy crap, <laughs> like, it's hilarious. But that's kind of, you know, we have shared like these experiences with gaming that I think kids still have now. You know, my girls still have Minecraft that they're playing religiously to the point where we as a family watch this series of YouTube videos on YouTube. Hermitcraft <clears throat> about Minecraft. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, <they're, laughs> it's just these people that are building an amazing structures within this gaming that I guess would That's be unbelievable. Some of the structures they build in Minecraft, absolutely unbelievable. Farms that generate things so they can make and uh, buy other things. These massive structures. Um, Herbercraft is actually a group of YouTubers that they are the best of the best, and they get together and they're on a server and they build this world, and we watch it, and they have like storylines based in amongst themselves um and they build these amazing structures but that's just a continuation of you know yeah. i'm really going to date myself here when i had a subscription to the super nintendo magazine <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't wait every month for the Super Nintendo magazine to show up <laughs> and to see what all the different people were doing in the games. They did stories and you had like cheat codes in the back. And mine was um, mine was a PlayStation magazine. It's that it's always something. Yeah, I think it was PlayStation or was it mm -hmm. Play Nation? I can't remember if it was PlayStation or Play Nation. I, know. I had a couple of magazines that I'd go through, but um, yeah, it was a similar format where. You'd get game reviews what's coming and then at the end you'd have your cheat codes mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you have your little bit section where you'd write your letters in and get it posted in. oh my god you could do your like own art and like send it <laughs> yeah. in yes yeah <laughs> that was all on there yeah um, what was okay I've, I've got a question for you obviously I, i'm not sure you're you're you've got a big game in histories so out of all the games you've ever played what is your favorite game oh galaga Hands down. A Galaga. Mm -hmm. um, Why? 
I don't know. I had an affinity for it. I was really good at it right away. Um, it's one of those games that even, you know, this was, I think it's because not the game, but the experiences with it, where at the bowling alley, I was so good at it that I would draw a crowd because I would continually get high score. And there would be like eight or nine kids that would crowd around as I'm like playing and getting, you know, level after level after level and getting high score. Yeah. Um, I think that's why to this day, if I see it, I play it. Now I have other games that I play now that I really like, but on the, on the outside hole, you know, Super Mario Brothers kind of resonates with me because that was the first game that I was just like, I beat and I was like, holy crap, you got me. I'm addicted. But to have a crowd cheer you on like that of your peers, yeah, it was Galaga for me, hands down. <laughs> I was just one of those, I got it. Like I could do the multiple ships and connecting them up and I could get all the, when they came and did the bonus rounds and all of that, yeah. like that was my jam. <laughs> you know <laughs> so and then miss pac-man um but it it's different now there's so many different games because unlike i know you are a big gamer but we play such different games um yeah i'm not a big first person shooter uh even though i played plants vs zombies which i know that's a kid's game but it's still fun <laughs> <laughs> It, it it has its merits, but my husband plays. There's nothing to be ashamed of here. No shame, no shame. Um, it's on version three. It's a really amazing. It's a lot of fun. Um, here's, a good, here's a good one. Willy Willy one five five. I don't know who that is actually. He's called Willy one one five on on Discord. Uh, his first game on the Game Boy Color was Tetris. <gasps> yes. Oh, I forgot about Tetris. Yes. Quickly um, followed by Pokemon Red. Yes, we have. Pokemon. What a game that was! Um, a so Raspberry Pie that a friend of ours gave to us that yeah. we programmed, and it had all the games on it that you could think of and plugged into our PC. Now, once you got past like PlayStation, it couldn't. The Pie itself yeah. couldn't I'm render wrong. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, Tetris was something that I remember as a kid, like spending hours like, hey guys, my kids, like, you ever heard of Tetris? Like, we've heard of it. I was like, you want to play? And then like six hours, it was all, <laughs> it, it was a, a tournament of like, you were trying to see who got the most. And when you yeah. died, everyone was like, oh, and the rocket to see who got the biggest rocket that lift off. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, my turn. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes later, they're still dropping. Yeah. So Tetris was a huge one, too. I completely, I didn't even think of Tetris, but yeah. Nikki Boom. Nick, uh, Nikki Boom on the Amiga 500. Now, why does that ring a bell? The Amiga. Nikki Boom. Nicky Boom. Is that mm. one of the games that I used to play? Yes. God, I remember Nicky Boom myself as well. <laughs> oh, wow. I guess showing show my age a bit now. Well, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, sorry. This one. And another one, um, Chris as well has said Pokemon Yellow. That's Pokemon seems to be popular. 
Yeah, I think earlier than that for us, it was probably Zelda. <laughs> um, I think it started with, you know, um, Super Mario, the Duck Hunt, um, Metroid. I'm trying to think. Uh, Tetris. Then I'm trying to think of the really huge ones that kind of took hold of the zeitgeist of like everybody that gamed that they remember this. Mortal Kombat was a huge one. Street Fighter was another yeah. huge one that everybody, Sonic. yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, um, that everybody played all the Sonic. I had the um, original like Sega um, handheld device. They're the Game Gear. The, yeah, that they were trying to do when I had, oh, I had a well. I had a Game Boy. I had all the games of Game Boy. You Game know. Gears were amazing. I loved my Game Gear. I remember, oh, I remember my Game Boy was so kitted out. I had like the case that the had cover. the yeah, and the like the the, the micro the no, I didn't have the printer, but I had like the light with the microscope that so you could play it in the car at night because it yeah. didn't light up. <laughs> you couldn't see it for crap. Um, and all the different games for like the Dr. Mario and Pokemon yeah. and all those different ones. And, but yeah, I had the Sega one that had, it took like, I think it was like 16 batteries, like the whole thing. <laughs> and, Cause it was color because it was color, but it would uh, only last like an hour and then the bitches <laughs> ran the batteries out and you're like, crap. And the only game they had was Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so those. I love the Game Gear. I don't think I can't remember how long I had the Game Gear for. I don't think it was very long. I, mean, it, I think that's another one my dad got out of a market or something. I, I, I think it was a one of like they had like two games and then they realized yeah. they couldn't. It was no Game Boy because then it was Game Boy and the Game Boy Color and all the yeah, other. Game stuff. Boy was just all about the battery life, wasn't it? At that time. Uh, like I still feel like it was easy to develop for as well. Expect. <laughs> Bit. <laughs> like if I found my Game Boy in the attic right now, I could turn it on and it would still play. <laughs> like yeah. it would still turn on. We've got a Game Boy, we've got a Game Boy cutter around the house somewhere and that still turns on and works. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those type of games, I'm trying to think of late nineties that were like huge that I remember playing. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, that was the PlayStation a big one. was it's probably my favorite game of all time, but the, it, it's it's hard to call it my favorite game because in in the other genres I've got a lot of other favorite games in other genres because because the genre that fits in an RPG isn't my favorite genre. My favorite genre is um, real time strategy games. Mm-hmm. So my favorite game in that is Age of Empires 2, which was, wow. like, yeah, which is a, um, that was, that was, I think that was my first online game. Yeah, Age of Empires 2 was the first game I played online. I absolutely mm. loved that game. I absolutely loved it. Building up your little armies, getting your economy going. Going off to attack the enemy. <laughs> I made so many friends. I made so many friends online. I wasn't very old either when I was playing that. But yeah, definitely. Um, oh, I got a massive list. <laughs> See, for me, online gaming wasn't 
a thing until college. Like I, it oh. was solo. Um, I'm trying to remember the one that was my other favorite where it was the knight that had to rescue the princess. Zelda. Uh, no, no, no. It oh, got to look it up. Cause it's going to bug me. It's very popular. Um, the knight you had to rescue a princess. I know, no, no, no. I know it's very vague. But it was like kind of um, at the time the animation style was very much what was in what console. I think it was PlayStation, where it was kind of the like I said the animation style at the time with Secret of Nim and um, Bluth. Uh, the oh God, that's gonna bug. Up. My first game was Pong played on the TV in black and white. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's got to be George. No, that's, that's got to be George. It's Alan Hughes, that one. Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dragon's Lair. I never played uh, Don Bluth. See, I knew Bluth. Uh, Don Bluth, because it was based off of the, like, um, animation style in the 80s. Yeah. Like, I loved, loved that game. Like, just those kind of styles of games and then I remember in high school playing so much that my mom wanted to get interested in it and I was trying to find something so I found a PC game called Myst, M-I-S-T, that we got interested in and it's a puzzle game like it's a fantastical world. recently. It, it's like you have to figure out puzzles like you have to turn the lock and find the diamond that fits into the lock that turns it, and then you go to another world and find the book that um it was definitely something that appealed to her that it was it was a beautiful game for the time that it was a strategy game <laughs> you know um, it's recently yeah, it was released in 99 and mm -hmm. it was um remastered recently mm -hmm. yeah um you had to figure out these puzzles so she watched me play you know take over our television and turn it to the right channel <laughs> to play. Oh, <laughs> put it on channel six. Oh my god um to play the right the the games and then she was like there's got to be something that we could like we could play together and so that oh, was the, yeah so she her and i beat that like it was the only game we ever played together was missed and to this day she's like remember that game where we had to solve the lock with the book and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i remember it took us months months to figure this out because this is pre um internet where you could look up walkthroughs it wasn't a thing like you had yeah, to figure yeah. this out unless you got a magazine that like told you how to do it <laughs> well, you have to go buy the books uh-huh yeah it costs like, like 10 10 20 quid to actually buy <laughs> yeah go to the bookstore and like buy gaming things about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but and they were actually the best tips when you started reading <laughs> <into> <laughs> like holy crap i didn't know the internet that. comes around everyone's like well you shouldn't have done it that way you should have done oh, it this, way. this like, way say that in a book you know um but even easter eggs and up up down down left right left right ABAB. those are things that are so prevalent in our culture from that time where it kind of we i'm not a gamer but 
we grew up with games like kids yeah. now that are gamers like i was just like well i mean <laughs> before gaming was the thing i had a Yes. And I still have in my garage my original Halo edition Xbox that's <laughs> 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 all green and see through from when online gaming became a thing and was like. The online gaming was, I mean, online games started <laughs> quite early on. I mean, John, John mentioned that. He's, 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 I mean, he's mentioned in Discord that he played Quake on the PC, and that was oh an online gosh. game. He played, yeah. he's played it online a lot, but that was on PC, which obviously a lot of people didn't have mm -mm. gaming PCs. So gaming didn't actually take off until the, I want to say it was Early the Xbox. That was, I think it was the Xbox that actually was the catalyst for online gaming, but PlayStation 2 was actually where I started my online gaming with consoles. Mm -hmm. um, because what, if you're, did you ever have a PlayStation 2? I had them all. Black, big black yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big black box. Well, to go online with that, when they originally released the PlayStation 2, it wasn't online. There was no online features on it. They actually sold a separate online mm -hmm. adapter that, yep. they had to plug into the back of it. That's what I got, and that came with a game. And that other game was actually my favourite first-person shooter ever, because I actually went into... Um, I actually went... That, that was actually the game where I actually went and played, I'd say, like sort of semi-professionally. <laughs> uh, played, really? I, 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 played, I, was, I was in the clan that was the best clan in Europe. Wow. I, played, oh. I, was, I was in the best clan in Europe. We were top of... So, um, one of the, one of the um, companies that do is one of the e-game sports events organisers. Mm -hmm. They started with a... With, they started as a company called... Game, I can't remember the name of the company or what they're called now because it's gone from one name to the other to the other. Mm -hmm. but the original company was a website called Game Battles and it was based it was all a lot of the ladders and all that stuff was on socom a game called socom mm -hmm. and that's where i started and our clan <clears throat> were top of all the leaderboards we won all the tournaments we won all these european tournaments um the problem is with the game the game, <laughs> the game wasn't big enough to be taken seriously enough to not like, go off mm -hmm. doing actual things but that... where twitch and these <sighs> huge gaming uh, conventions and tournaments where kids are winning millions of dollars being 14 and winning Fortnite. You Twitch know, was just a fart back then. Yeah, it, That's it all is. Twitch was. Twitch was just Twitch was just a was a a teenage boy's wet dream. <laughs> I mean, That's the easiest how, way to put it. How much time I know myself watching somebody that was good at something, you watch them, you went to their house to just watch them play, yeah, yeah. or they would come to your house, your cousin, your friend, whatever, because you were good at a game, and they watch would just sit on the bed. Like, I can remember in college with my college roommate, the original Laura Croft that came out on PlayStation or Xbox, I think it was PlayStation, with the one that had like yeah. the triangle boobs. Yeah. Um, she my sister, was... One of my eldest sister used to play that. I had to, <laughs> she managed, it took her ages. She got all the way to the last level. 
and it's that last level where you've got to run around that yeah. great blob. Oh my god, okay, so... She, she, but the thing is, what she was doing, because you have to go from like one corner to the end, what she was uh-huh. doing, she would run straight to the corner, and then she'd stop, turn, and then run, stop, oh, no. turn, and that's, so she kept dying because of that. I was like, oh, give it no. here. And I was just like, this is the first time <laughs> I went on this level, I haven't played Tomb Raider at all. I literally went, oh, for God's sake. So I just literally completed it for her in literally a couple of minutes. Oh, my God. I was like, how did you do that? How did you get past this level four weeks? So my, I remember my college roommate and I spending hours playing this game because I was the strategist. Like, I never played. She played because she was so much better at the controls. But I was like, okay, on this level, you've got to move this boulder to here, stop the water, climb the vine, go underneath the waterfall. Go. And that was my job. I had books. I had notebooks of like stuff. There was another, there was another kid in one of my like There's chemistry so classes. Many Easter eggs in that as well. Yes. That he was like, he would be like, what level are you on? I was like, okay, we're here. We're in the thing with the wolves, like, in the, and he was like, all right, there's a snow. And I was like, right, like, that was my job. <laughs> I never played it, but I played it because she was so much better dexterity-wise where yeah. I was the strategist, yeah. where I knew of, like, when we got into a situation, I was just like, what if we took the boomerang and threw it <laughs> and it hit the th- and it pushed it in and then when that you jumped up to like that was like we uh, i mean these are saturday night two yeah. college girls like no no we're going to stay because <laughs> we got a lot of no they're still we're at the end of, like pausing it and turning the television off because you couldn't save like, <laughs> like we'd had to go to work and we'd be like, crap. All right. So in four hours, let's meet back up and we're going to pitch. Um, that was, that was our game was all the Laura Croft that I remember so many nights in college of people partying around us and me and her in our apartment like okay we're gonna finish this level and then we're gonna go okay <laughs> we finished there was the so level. many there were so many <laughs> easter eggs in that first tomb raid oh you know, man you know for a fact the developers are all dirty dirty buggers because you know they put a, a naked blonde law across uh-huh, the uh-huh yeah and you had to have a cheat cartridge though didn't you there were so many that her shorts and then the boobies and uh, the th- yeah it yeah, was very uh huh you can well. uh-huh, like <laughs> so Ooh. I just remember like her face was all and her boobs were like Bleep! like 1950s yeah. like torpedo boobs like I just remembered that was our first like this game is amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's got a girl in it let's totally play this <laughs> in just hours and hours spent playing Laura Croft and even. I, I play a little Laura Croft, but it's nothing that I could get back into because I was never the player. I was always the strategist, yeah. <laughs> you know, with my like notebook of like, all right, we're in the snow. She's got to have like, um, you would surely you'd like if you're like the strategist, surely you'd like a game like um, Civilization. Oh, yeah. For all those, I mean, different things. Yeah. Civilization sure. is like one of the easiest going real-time strategy was not even real is it real is it classed as real-time i'm not sure if it's classed as a real-time strategy it's a strategy game either way 
but it's just a you take your turn, do all your little bits, then wait your <laughs> next turn, and then do your little uh -huh. bits like a game of chess. I like Civilization. It's a good game. I'm trying to think. Um... That being said, it's five to nine. I've got gaming myself to do. <laughs> well, with in schools, I think their biggest um, game that they play is Rocket League, which is not something we have talked about. I have intentionally not talked about that because as far as strategy games, that seems to be the newest kind of team. Some schools playing Dota though, isn't it? I don't, I maybe, but for the schools that I work with that are, have, um, that are, have, that's not a sentence, that have eSports leagues, Rocket League seems to be the game of choice. If that, people, if, by the way, if people are interested in the subject we're talking about right now, let us know, because we, we can... We have an inside guy. We you have know, an inside guy. We also have a... He's again another one of your guys mm -hmm. who um, actually does some big things with e gaming in schools. Is that right? Ted. That's what Ted. I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're actually talking about Ted. I'm actually talking about Ted when oh, I said inside guy. No, I'm talking about Ted. No. You know who I'm talking about. We have a mutual friend, Ted, that is an amazing person. He has this immense knowledge and he is an amazing educator and he has started this esports league with his students for Rocket League and he is a fascinating person. He's gonna um hopefully that when we can we're gonna have him on the podcast because he is a great person to talk to about this. But for most of our school districts that are doing esports that are curriculum based, this is not something that is a they just play outside of school. This is actually a curriculum that they learn about. Um, it's just like any athletic league, you know. They work as a team. They have uh, workout sessions. There are strategy. Um, they all these practice levels. They have to go. It's a class. And outside of that class, they also learn how to um, create games, coding, marketing, that sort of thing. So while it is a sport, there's also a class that goes with it. And our buddy is a huge, like, he does really well at that. Yeah. Um, creating these eSport leagues that are something that are new. Um, Michelle? It's another great person that we know that has an eSport league at their school that is Rocket League as well. Um, I don't know. I ran, I ran a, I ran a, I ran a, um, obviously football's a big thing over here and they've got a game over here called <coughs> FIFA. I know the FIFA's over there. Yeah, it's FIFA, nowhere, yeah. It's nowhere near as big as Um as I think Madden is probably your FIFA over there. Yeah. Madden, yeah, FIFA for the rest of the world and Madden for the US. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, FIFA. We did. Uh, I did. I organised a FIFA tournament in the school that I used to work in. Uh, that was. We had. I we had, did. A, we managed to get one of the massive projectors in the room, and it was in a huge dining hall. <laughs> and I kid you not, we had to. We ended up having to stop people from coming in because there were so many people coming in to watch. It was like nearly like it must have been near enough a third of the school, maybe half the school coming into this dinner hall to watch these 
four people play FIFA because <laughs> it was two v two. Yeah. And uh, the amount of people we had, we all we had it as a house tournament, so the tournament went on for like two <laughs> weeks every lunchtime. And it, oh yeah, dinner ladies weren't happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think ours was oh golly, we were late college where my husband worked at a bank. No, he and they had like a room upstairs that had screens set up for meetings and we did LAN parties where you had to bring your Xbox and we had to plug it in and everybody had their own individual screen. Yeah. And um, uh, we had forgotten that the floor to ceiling windows uh, behind where we had set up all these screens and televisions, there were like flashing lights and someone called the police because in the bank there were all these like flashing like bomb looking and they were like there's some sort of explosion going on and they showed up and there's like 30 geeks with like jolt cola (laughs) (laughs) with our huge like green x like this (laughs) so um yeah um he's gonna bark so that uh, land parties is not something that is a thing anymore. So, but I remember a very good old school land party. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I had a land party not long ago. To be fair, we stopped. I stopped. I mean, to be fair, a lot of our friends moved out of there, moved in with their bloody girlfriends and wives. <laughs> you can do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. The last one I did was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. But it was only because we all booked the day off work. <laughs> we and just it's not really a TV land party. Front. You didn't have to be in the same room. You could be. A we, 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 we didn't have oh, to. Okay, yeah, you we, didn't we, have we to be. All, yeah. We all took a TV each. We all mm-hmm. took our Xboxes and we all sat down and played. I think it was Ghost Recon or something like that. Oh my gosh, Ghost yeah. Recon. It was, but, a, it, was a, it was a person v environment game. So. It was, it was, you had to work as a team to win the game so it was good to be next to each other well on that note this is one of those I just think it's great to kind of visit kind of yeah I could talk all night about it about gaming uh, we I think this is something that's going to be interesting to our viewers that they'll probably want to respond to even though you see we were on discord live we had viewers that were giving us information on discord so yeah, i mean there's quite sure. a lot of people we've got quite a fair, few, fair amount of people talking about it so mm-hmm. i mean this is something people are interested in listening to then maybe we can do like a so i think this is the type of thing yeah absolutely i think as we get into topics like this we'll include our discord community to get live feedback from them um as we talk about these topics that everybody is interested in so on that note make sure that you comment and like and subscribe you join our discord community um we are on all audio podcast platforms we're on youtube channel our senso.cloud if you look for it on youtube we have this video version of it if you want to join our discord community just send us an email we'll send you the invite so that when we do these now they're not live but while we are having these conversations if you're online we will ask you questions about it and then you will be part of the conversation yeah did i miss anything you didn't know i don't think so all right guys well thank you for joining us for this episode and we will see you next week Bye 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 bye